Mr. John, how are you? How are you doing, dude? Good. I'm doing great, man. You seem uh, excited, as always. You know it, man. I'm yeah. excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. I'm glad we got to reconnect and shit, too, because I, uh, before we did that, I had no idea how you even started in this. Like, I always just thought you were the pumped up dude at my <laughs> local gym. <laughs> <laughs> like like always had a great attitude like that's the only that's like why i even called in the first place i was like i fucking suck i'm like i, I gotta get back into shape like this is brutal i'm gonna call the, the best dude i know <laughs> so i was like i'm gonna get john involved and then you just fucking broke it all down for me man so tell uh tell us just a little bit about how you started dude sure so it all started i would say probably back in the 80s i was where um, all the good I things start all good things in the 80s. Man. That's for music, Johnny. Music. Yeah, dude. Tell me about music. It. The right? best. So in the 80s, I was into sports. I played baseball. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to start getting more into um, working out. Mm-hmm. Know, I was a baseball player. I played some local hockey at some uh, pickup games, but right. never, uh, never organized hockey, but organized baseball. And then wanted to start to get, you know, a little bit, I guess, bigger. You know, when we're 16, 17, right. to, uh, get jacked and do all the things and you see like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone is my idol. We'll talk about that later. All right, cool, cool. My idol. I'll mm-hmm. do some Rocky lines for you guys. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to get in the shape. So I wanted to start working out. So I actually mm-hmm. went to a local health club in my area. It was called Lifestyle Fitness Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, that became New York Sports Club. All right. Mm-hmm. And oh, we got our first comment. Come on. <laughs> college <do> roommate. <laughs> oh, nice. Mr. Johnny Matei. What's up, baby? <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. I love it. They're all coming in. There you go. So started to, um, I went to this local gym and wanted to become a member. Mm-hmm. And there was this six foot four monster. His name is Ken Carrier. Now I'm a 16 year old, maybe weighing 140 pounds. Right. Looking at this guy, John going, oh my God, this is uh, very intimidating. So right. he signed me up. He signed me up and then started working out. And then mm-hmm. as I was going to school, I went to Seton Hall University, got nice. my degree in uh, psychology. And wanted right. to continue my master's degree, but um, I got into fitness. I actually started, I, I became certified, mm-hmm. uh, got my degree in uh, personal training. And so, then se- just so, started- um, so with psychology was something you wanted to, you were always interested in kind of getting into people's head, like that kind of like what made you go for psychology in the beginning? Um, yeah, like dealing with people, like, like dealing with people, people. like helping yeah. people, John, too, like at that age, like helping people. Right. Um, it shows. So, wanted to do something, you know, along the lines of, uh, you know, like you said. Yeah, uh, helping people and, and uh, picking their brains apart. Nice. So as I was going to school, mm-hmm. I worked and I actually, be, I told you, became a, a trainer. Yeah. And then caught a lucky break. Now, Veronica Johnson, if you're watching this, hopefully you remember me. Right. <laughs> Veronica Johnson, John, was a backup meteorologist for the Channel 7 Eyewitness News team. Okay. She was actually in the club that I joined, which was um, uh, Lifestyle Fitness Center. Right. And we started talking. I started to be, you know, started becoming her trainer. She wanted to hire me to, uh, you know, get her in shape mm-hmm. and uh, build a good relationship with her. And then next thing I know, if wow. Sam Champion, uh, Bill Butel, if you guys are watching, what's oh up, guys? Remember me? Yeah, she took me into uh, the city. I started actually working with Bill Butel, Sam Champion. But wow. then the uh, schooling stopped. The schooling stopped because gotcha. I started getting really busy with my personal training. So that's how I started. Mm-hmm. And how did I end up at? Where I am now at KS Fitness, I've been there for 25 years, John. Wow. So wait, let's go back to the Sam Champion thing and then the schooling stopped and stuff like that. So when you were transitioning into going from, you know, psychology to working out these, you know, these major, major players in like their field and stuff like that, was it like, were your parents involved in that discussion? Was it just something you were like, listen, I'm making good money. I found another passion. Like, how did that play out? 
Yeah, John, it was it, that was definitely tough. I mean, because I do regret not getting my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I had 28 credits into my master's. Oh, wow. And I stopped. Yeah. But you know what, yeah. John? I had the passion. I had the love for yeah. it. I really enjoyed working with people and I really right. enjoyed working, you know, and, and, and helping people. And, you know, I still use my psychology. But yeah, I mean, parents were involved. I don't think they were happy. They may be watching this podcast too. So if you are, <laughs> yeah, I know you're going to say you should have got your master's, right? But uh, every, every parent yeah. says that. Yeah. Right, Johnny. Right, Johnny. <laughs> Um, so it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, so it was, it was a tough decision, but like I said, I mean, it was, it was something I really liked and I wanted to pursue and, uh, yeah. you know, make a career out of it. And that's cool. And you felt strongly about it, strongly enough about it to do it on your own. You know what I mean? And you were just like, listen, this is what I want to do with my life. And that's that. Exactly. John, you know what? And were uh, you living, were you, li- were you still living on campus when you were training people? Okay. So after I got my, uh, undergrad, I was, mm-hmm. I was living on campus, but commuted back and forth. Sure. Um, when I went for my master's, I was living at home. So okay. I lived in Edison. So yeah, I was training, living in Edison, Edison, New Jersey, Edison, New Jersey. You familiar oh, with yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, there's this fucking great sushi place up there. All you can eat sushi. Okay. Uh, it, I can't, it's, I think it's called the sushi. It's Edison sushi house or whatever. There you go. Okay. My friends and I used to fucking drive like just to go to that place. It was nuts. Um, okay. There we go. People pleasers. People pleasers. All right. There's a story behind that, John. I'll tell you that one next. All right. All right. <laughs> I'll tell you that one next. So yeah, so that's what it was. So then, Actually, then after after doing that, John, for mm-hmm. a couple of years, um, it started taking a toll on me. I was working a lot of hours, getting up early, getting up like three o'clock in the morning, actually working right. out myself at three in the morning before starting my day. Yes. Holy shit. So it took a toll. So yeah. I actually saw an ad in the paper for a health club in Tom's River. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm in Edison, John. I go, where the hell is Tom's River? Never heard of it. <laughs> it um, obviously, it was uh, Kumsung. Uh, karate, which is Kumsung martial arts, they were very right. uh, well known. And what, what year is this? This is now John is 1995. Oh wow! Okay, okay, cool. 95. So there's a little transition. I started working out when I was 17. I was born in 70, so that tells you my age, everyone. All right. So right, right. Um, <laughs> I started I started doing the, uh, the, the the training in the 90s. Right. Um, but I answered this ad in the paper in 1995. It was November, John, of 1995. Wow. Answered the, I'm sorry, 1996. Answered the ad, mm-hmm. got hired on the spot, and then KS Fitness opened in 97 of January. Wow. Yes. So when I got hired, though, John, they would not let me do any training there. Why? There was because there was a fitness director that was there already that had a lot of experience, so they wanted me, John, to actually run the fitness center oh, because okay, it was okay. starting from scratch. Okay. And they didn't have any experience. Uh, Did that drive you kind of crazy though? Somebody with that much experience not being able to actually help, you know, kind of go around and help people? Or did you, did you like, I'm ready for a different role? You know what, John? Yeah, I was ready for a different role. I'm like, you know what? I wanted to take the next step, John. I wanted to do management because like I said, the training, John, at that point, I was 20, 26. So the training, John, I said, I started getting a little tired of it because mm-hmm. of, because of, like I said, getting up early, you know, doing all this, uh, you know, training. I was like, let me take a little break. So when they told me the position, I was actually looking forward to the new challenge. Nice. That's awesome, dude. And they got to give that to you. I just want to point out, you said people know, uh, people can tell your age real quick. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Bring it on. Matei, check this out. This we go. There we go. This is, this is his, this is, I, this, this angers me in ways I cannot. 19, born 1970, still, it's unbelievable, dude. It's unbelievable. And that's what you're going to do for me. Um, <laughs> oh my God. That is, not, do you, I mean, you got to have days where you're like, you know, uh, struggling to keep yourself going what do you do to kind of motivate yourself? I mean, we all have those down days. You know what I mean? Like, is there something you do in particular that goes, listen, I'm just going to go do my thing and I'm going to get up in the morning or whatever. You know, John, that's a great question. So yeah, being in this field, it's mm-hmm. very rewarding. Okay. Rewarding to the fact, meaning like I have my clientele now, John, and we'll get into the story of how I got back into training, but yeah, my clientele ranges from, I have 12 year olds and I have mm-hmm. a gentleman today that's 90, 90 wow. years old. He still comes to the club. Wow. I look forward to John being that influence in their lives, right. like really helping them, whether it's just movement, moving better, whether it's helping them achieve their goals, it's whether helping them come up with a a better lifestyle fit for them as far as like, you know, what can I do to, you know, better my health? So I look forward to that. So every morning when I wake up, you know, I I have my little planner, you know, I still Mm -hmm. write everything down. I have a notebook, you Mm -hmm. know, I still use a a pencil, a notebook. I write down my clients. I write down what I do. And I look before the day starts. I say, okay, here's who's coming in today. 
you know, let's come up with a game plan for these people. What can I do to really, you know, make the difference in their lives? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of more of a self-motivation. I have to motivate myself to get them right. motivated. But on days, you know, where I, I and I also think the the workouts I give them reflects how I feel. Like if I'm, you know me, I'm always ready to go, hyped up. Yeah. If I feel really good and on my double A game, yeah, they're gonna get a workout that's gonna challenge them. <laughs> if I'm kind of mellow, I'm like, you know what? I you know didn't sleep very well, had a long night. Right. Maybe the workout's gonna be a little mellow. So I think my my approach going into it definitely affects how I'm gonna train on that day. So right. Absolutely, yes. That's good to know, though, too, because it may, I think it makes people who are actually working out feel a little bit better about themselves because people probably see somebody like you or any other kind of trainer who knows what they're doing and feel like they never have days like that. Right. And like, again, like I think I was talking to you the night where you were like, how was your night? And I was like, oh, I felt a little slow, felt a little off. And you were immediately like, it's all right. You're allowed to have those. Not, you know what I mean? You did your workout. You did your time. And because it, it gets in your head a little bit when you're like, oh, I'm not as I, I didn't do as good as I did the night before or whatever. And it kind of fucks with you a little bit. It does, John. And you know what? I always say to people, you know, remember when I told you, you have to make it, especially with exercise and, and working out and fitness, you have to believe you can do it. If mm-hmm. you believe you can do it, you can. So if I ask you to do these things that are not, you're not going to do, it's not going to work. You're not going to be able right. to make those changes, you know, and it could be something small. It could be small, little, small, little wins every day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Small little wins. That's a great way to put it. You know, and those um, old quotes, John, remember those quotes I sent you? I mean, I'm yes, some quotes up there. And, and absolutely. You read those quotes and sometimes you're like, you know what? I can do this. I can get through this and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, even sometimes when I do my group classes and I'm teaching a class and I tell mm-hmm. them, if you want to take a break, John, just stop. It's okay to take a break. Mm-hmm. It's okay to stop. <laughs> I get the impression that you've always been this guy, even when you were 17 and going into psych, you know what I mean? Like you, you've always been this dude, right? You know what? I have to say, Matei, if you're listening to Matei, answer. Type something there. It's my college mate. Yeah, I think so, Johnny. I, I really think so. I, I think, you know, I, I try to look at things and, you know, like you said, I try to look at the uh, the up on things and, and, and try to be positive and look at that. There he goes. I said some Monday tries on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, John, I think, yeah. I, and, you know, and I was an only child. So I don't really fit the characteristics of only children, you know? Right. I, I'm the same child. way. Me too. Only child. Are you really? Yep. You never knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, That's and we're both like outgoing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we That's get along well. Um, so go back. So now we're so cut to you said 1995. We're doing the you're ready for a different transition. You're doing the um, you know, the management side of it. You're a little burned out from training. Um, how is it? So, because you, you've been there forever at this point, right? Like that was it. What made you decide like this is the this is where I want to be? Okay. So the interview, John. I'll never forget the interview. The interview mm-hmm. um, when I met. Um, the, it's, it's Kumsung Martial Arts, right? Okay. Right. KS Fitness is Kumsung Martial yeah. Arts. But the owner, uh, when I met the owner, it was a three-hour interview. Holy three shit. hours, John. I sat in a room with a like 20th degree black belt. <laughs> I'm 26 years old. I'm petrified. They're drilling me, John. Right. I'm asking me all these questions. And I'm like, I was like, wow, this is like, this is really intense. Mm-hmm. So after the interview, you know, the, uh, actually the son, Char, he, who's still there. Mm-hmm. That was um, what I said. Remember we tell you everything you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Tony Conoscenti, give a love out to Tony Conoscenti. You did. Um, so John, after this interview of three hours, I remember Char, he, the son said, you know, thank you, Mr. Messina. We're going to give you a call back in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls you back the next day and he said, we were very impressed wow. and we want to hire you. So I just think John, once I started working for them, mm-hmm. I knew that there was, I had a I had a good vibe, even though it was an intense interview. Mm-hmm. I had a good vibe. Yeah, they gave me very good vibes. And, and Char, he said to me, he said, "If you come work for this family, mm-hmm. you'll never have to worry about anything." And you know what? He wow. is he is a man of his word, and it is so true. I mean, the sister Hasia now. I mean, it's it's yeah. been, it's been a really really great run. Um, They're really you know, great people. You know what, John? They're they're genuine people. They're good people. They do care, especially with this whole pandemic, John. I mean, look, mm-hmm. you know, health clubs were closed down. You know, that's yeah. a whole other topic for discussion, which never sure. should have been shut down because they talk about us being non-essential. I mean, you know what, Johnny? That, right. To me, that's a crock of shit. I right. mean, we're changing people's lives. I mean, we're helping mm. people. You know, we're 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 trying to make them feel better about themselves and tell to someone after if they're exercising for seven, eight, nine years. Guess what? Now you can't do anything. Right. Yeah, people have motivation; they can do stuff at home. But just that getting out and going and meeting someone—it's right. different, John. It's different. And you guys were set up for the longest time. I remember doing outside stuff with you guys all the time. You guys had the back area that you used to do stuff yes. in. You yes. make people jog around the whole build. I mean, you guys were always set up for outside stuff. Yeah. So it's like you were ready to go. Yes, we were. So 
that's really John. Like I said, that that feeling, that connection I, I had with them in the beginning. Um, oh, look at Gibbons that! Boss, coworker, friend for life. <laughs> look at that! Thank you, Danielle, one of my clients. Oh, thank nice. you, Danielle. So it's uh, yeah, John. Like I said, it was the connection was there, and like I said, they've been they've been uh, they've been phenomenal. So I'm 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 really glad I had the opportunity to meet them and, and be there that long. So. Yeah, that's incredible, man. I had no idea. That, see, I, I, I remember. I think I, I don't. Do you remember when I started going to KS? I don't even remember. But I was like, you know, I was still I'm, young. I'm gonna say, oh, maybe four or five years after we opened. I'm thinking like maybe ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, man. Is absolutely. that about right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. Because it was, it did seem like a new environment and stuff like that. But that's why in my brain you were just always there. Right. <laughs> like you're, right. you're just always the guy. I thought you actually like the way you present yourself and the way you walk around that gym. I assumed you owned it. I always just thought you were the you were the guy who owned the gym because right. I don't think I even met the owners until like maybe like way later or whatever when I was going there. But I was like, oh, that's John. That's the owner. <laughs> like, you know what, John? A lot of people do say that. Yeah. Uh, someone's someone's trying to get on. So I'm oh, texting okay. them the live links. Yep. Yep. Take it. Yeah, to totally understand it. This, trying to get some people to. Uh, yeah. Johnny P's. Uh, Hysteria. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, a lot of people thought that, John. But you know what? Like I said, it's uh, it's it's uh. I, I look at it like this. Like I said, when, when I'm there, you know, mm. I want to be that influence. I want to make that difference. So yeah. Whatever, whatever I need to do to make that difference. Again, that's why the first person I called, I was like having trouble, like going through the whole motion thing or whatever, trying to get myself back. Like you said, like people can have their own motivation, but at some point you just fucking wait, you know, you're just, you're just petering out or whatever. And that's the point where I was like, I know exactly who to call. Awesome. <laughs> like, awesome. and that was, and that was it. So what, so you also, so explain to people who don't know, um, what, a, what, a, what an HFA is and how they're different from your everyday physical trainer. Excellent. Okay. You have different qualifications. Well, yeah, the thing is, John, I, it's actually pretty funny you say that because the HFA title, mm -hmm. I just came up with probably about a year ago. Nice. Okay. Um, personal training to me okay, mm -hmm. is again, my personal opinion, right. you go to a gym, you meet a trainer, he works you out, John, right? And then mm -hmm. guess what? You see him, him or her in what? A week? Yeah. Maybe you train twice a week. You lose that connection. All right. Yes. If Rebecca's listening, Rebecca taught me this. Rebecca Schulte, shout out to you, girl, if you're listening. <laughs> you want that connection, John, right? Yeah. So as an HFA, as a health and fitness advisor, I'm going to advise people to the best of my knowledge how mm -hmm. to live a healthy lifestyle. Right. So I go above and beyond. All right. So what I mean by above and beyond after every workout and John, hopefully you can you know, account for this. Mm -hmm. I shoot him a text. Yes. Hey, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. How'd that workout go? Right. So again, trying to get feedback from the client. That's how I'm always going to get better and grow. Right. Yeah. And I like to also get other, other people involved. Now I mean, other people, let's say I have a client that has some issues with back, neck, whatever, some issues. Right. I'm going to get in touch with their chiropractor. If they're seeing a chiropractor. Wow. Hey, listen, you know, so-and-so is now working with me. I'm his health and fitness advisor. Tell me, make some recommendations. What do you think? I'm going to tell you what I want to do, but you mm. tell me what you think I should do with them. So wow. getting other people involved, John, it really makes a big difference as well, too. Because, John, look, 30 years or 27, 28 years experience, I don't know it all. You know, I'm trying to learn mm. every day. I'm trying to take new, you know, I'm up on the newest research. I'm taking different credits to kind of, or different classes to get more credits to learn. But right. I don't know everything. If I can get information and someone can give me a piece of the pie that's going to help them get better, mm -hmm. then you know what? It is what it is. And I want to do that for people. When yeah. you're younger, John, you kind of have a little ego. You're like, you know, what? I know what I'm doing. I don't want, you know, it's not about that. As you mature and as you get older, mm -hmm. you get wiser. You get yep. more wisdom, you know, and like I said, John, I'm I'm trying to be the best I can be for them. And if I have more input, that's going to help me out. It's going to give me it's going to give me more insight. It's gonna give yeah. me more insight. So as an HFA, I also look for that avenue. Um, and then just I think some of the the attention, you know, it's not just a relationship where you come into the health club for an hour and you leave. It's, you know, every couple days or if, even if I don't see the client for a week, I'm still going to uh, check in with them. Hey. How's your week going? What's going on? Anything I can yep. do to help you out? So I think it's just going above and beyond mm. that step of being a personal trainer. Because listen, just like any other MD doctors, lawyers, dentists, there's great ones, there's good, there's bad ones. You know, right. Dr. Federici, if you're listening, best dentist in the world. Um, <laughs> so the thing is, chiropractor, Dr. Phil, if you're listening, you're the man. Um, <laughs> you have that connection, John, where you you you, you want, like I said, you want to make them better, but you want to show them you're going out of your way. Right. Give them that extra attention. Now, again, like I said, good trainers, bad trainers, good doctors, bad doctors. What separates you? Mm -hmm. You have to have that 
personal touch. You have to have that go above and beyond. Let me take it to the next step. And I think as a health and fitness advisor, John, when people hear that, they're like, you know what? Wow. Because anyone can be a personal trainer and not, dis- yeah. not, not disrespecting any personal trainers that are listening. Or if you're going to be, it's great. I mean, mm-hmm. because, you know, personal trainers are phenomenal. You know, yeah. they're great. I just wanted to take my title and kind of reflect on who I am mm-hmm. and make it more personal. Yeah. And see, that's the thing I think that people need to look. I think that's what most people do look for, because I've had a couple different over the years, you know, physical trainers come in. Right. And you're right. They're great. They, you know, they kind of do that, but they do kind of just, you know, basically tell you to fuck off at some point. <laughs> where they're like, where, you know, we were like, oh, God, I didn't realize that I was that indispensable. I was kind of looking for somebody to you know, keep me going and motivate me or whatever. And, and I feel like, you know, we haven't been working together even that long, but I've, but I feel like you're there, you know what I mean? Like, and that keeps my brain kind of like attentive to like, I know, like, even when I feel at times where I'm like, oh man, I I'm not going to do this fucking shit. And I'm like, no, John's going to ask me tomorrow. And I want to do, you know what I mean? Like it just, I, I feel like with this relationship, it's going to definitely get me to the point where my brain just does it automatically. Because and not not which is what you know, which I feel like everybody would need to. I love that you talk to the doctors though, too, for the chiropractor or whatever to try to help that out. That's like above and beyond anybody else I've heard who's done that kind of shit. So that's and, and, and John, I'm sure there's people that do it, but like I said, I, yeah. I just I wanna make sure I wanna make sure, you know, I have a set criteria, John. Like I know what I want. So right. I know when someone comes in to see me, you know, I want them to know, hey, listen, you know what? You're gonna get the best. I'm gonna do whatever I can. If I have to be up, you know all we hours of the night, you know, not your schedule, but if I have to be up you know, crazy <laughs> know. hours, Hey, I'm going to do what I need to do yeah. to really make sure that person gets what they need. So. Right. And what is it? So that's the thing, my fucking schedule, dude. I know one day I want, I'm going to get, I'm, I'm going to, one day I'm going to be on your schedule and you're gonna be like, what are you doing? What are you doing at the gym this early? Who are you? <laughs> like, like, I love it. I love it. Uh, but no, I'll get there one day. I do. I, 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 my friends don't even understand. Like I have a, a, some, a couple of my friends and I do like the Apple watch thing. We're like, we're all connected. So they'd be like, why are you working out at 1am? And I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just awake. And they're like, Jesus, fuck, go to bed. <laughs> I'm like, ah, it's fine. Like, I got a guy. He says it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's totally fine. That's great. Um, we were, was, we had a great conversations too about the food and stuff too. When did that come into play? I mean, was that something that you did with Sam Champion and those guys? Food was something you were always aware of, or when did that really start to interest you? No, John. As I grew again, once I see, you know, again mm. back in the nineties when I was doing the training, like I said, I wish I had a quarter of the knowledge I have now. I thought back right. then, John, I was I was the uh, king shit. Listen, I was I was <laughs> nothing. I was nothing, you know. But again, I got humbled and and watching some great people. I mean, I don't know if you remember Karen Kyle. Karen Kyle yeah. was at KS Fit. You know, watching her, um, mm-hmm. Dan Gallagher, who right there, who's there now. Yep. I know you have some experience with Dan. Dan Dan's a great, great guy. guy. Dan's, Dan's a, good a great dude. dude. Dan, yeah. if you're watching, shout out. Like I said, I learned a lot from Dan Gallagher too. Dan, over the yeah. years, has taught me so much. I mean, and I, I tell him this all the time. You know, I'll tell you has, something about Dan. Dan used to scare the shit out of me when I used to go there when I was younger. <laughs> We're going to talk about that as well. We'll talk about that. But, you know, over the years, John, as you start watching, like I was always outgoing, hyper crazy. But right. as I mature, Mm-hmm. I do. There is a side of me that sometimes I want to just sit back and I want to observe and I want to watch and I want to learn. Right. And I think, John, over the years of me working there, and even though I wasn't doing the training, you know, I tried to watch what my colleagues like Karen and Dan were doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the food thing, though, John, believe it or not, did not come into play. I would say I really started focusing with that because I started doing training about six years ago. And I said, we'll touch on that later. But yeah. probably about six years ago is when I really put the connection of, well, you know what? Remember that commercial, John, you are what you eat? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's so true. I mean, right. especially as we as we age, John, and get older, it is a little bit harder. So what we're putting in our body is, is so important. Now, as an HFA, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not allowed to give out diets. I can't, I can't put people on um, – uh, food plans, but I can nutritional, I can counsel. Okay. I can stay within my scope and in my practice. I can talk about macros, right? Macros, mm-hmm. John, are your carbs, proteins, and fat percentages. Okay. I can, you know, work on my clients tracking their food and helping them make better recommendations. I can give out ideas like what's a protein, what's a fat, what's a carb. You know, right. I, by all means, you know, I don't, I don't want people to think, oh yeah, you know, he can, he's a nutritionist or he's a dietitian. No, that's not it. Mm-hmm. I can guide and I can give guidance on food. And again, mm-hmm. through the credits, I through some of the um, extra classes I take to receive credits to keep my certification going. I do take a lot of classes on food nutrition. So 
Yeah, I'm going to do this one more time, though, because I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I see a dude like this. I got I want to know what the fuck he's eating. <laughs> that is everybody's question. <laughs> That's on the, like, Keep it going. Like, seriously, you're one of the you are one of those guys who like because I've seen people in like fitness, you know, uh, vitamin shops or whatever the hell it is. Where the only thing I want to know, I just want to be like, what are you like? I'm like trying to buy what their cereal they're picking. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm like watching them at restaurants and shit. Like, I I always want to know that. But I know that you were you were talking about it before that it's different for everybody because you were the one who told me about the blood type thing, which I had no fucking idea. Eating for your blood type, yeah, and John, and again, John, as an HFA, again, that's that's my job. I try to figure right. out what's going to work best for your lifestyle, right, John? We talked about that, so right. that's important too. What I do and what someone else does, um, someone climbing every mountain. Oh, that's my cousin. What's up? Oh, Jill? nice, nice. We got um, a, we got a couple coming in, huh? We got here we uh, go. waivers. <laughs> Listen, here, that's what I but that's yes, it. yeah, we were talking about that too. The way versus wave protein versus bull yeah. yeah, he's having trouble with the chat. All right, Cristiano's oh, Jesus. Oh, this is all, right, all right, all right, all right. So, but Johnny, right? Everyone's everyone's bodies is different. You're right. Yeah. So, you know, especially when people say, "Oh, you know," I actually had this conversation with one of my clients of the day. She went to this barbecue, John. Right, and of course, mm-hmm. John. Everybody is a HFA, and everyone's a personal trainer, right? right? So this girl is telling her, "Oh, you have to do this. You have to do that. You have to do this. You have to do that." Right. Listen, it's great, but you know what, John? Again, once what we talked about before, mm-hmm. if you're not sitting down with that person, John, and you don't know their lifestyle, right? Don't give fucking advice. <laughs> Everyone, right, John? I mean, oh, you're I right. did this and I lost thirty. Pe- That's great, yeah. but you know what? It may not work for you. you. Don't know if she's diabetic. You don't know if she has right. blood pressure. You don't know that stuff. So you know, I understand it's, it's conversation. It's a topic people talk about it, but yeah, that's the thing I tell my clients. I use this word. I use these three letters all the time. I tell them T T P. Trust the process. Oh. Those three letters are very important to all nice. my clients, and we talk about that because, again, John, sometimes it may take me a little longer to figure out what someone really needs. I don't right. know. I can't. You know, I'm not going to sit there and say, yeah, take this pill. Um, eat this food and you're going to look like, you know, Sylvester Stallone, you know, <laughs> right, right. doesn't work. It's, right. it's the time. It's the grind. It's experimentation. It's trying different things. Yeah. It's like, you ever see those dudes who go like, you know, I ate like the rock for a month or whatever, and they're just misshapen at the end of it. You know what I mean? Like they kind of, and, and then the rock has to like tweet at them like, Hey, way to go, buddy. You look good. <laughs> But also fucking stop because <laughs> it doesn't look like you can turn your head anymore in a donkle. Uh, <laughs> like it's always, it's always those dudes too. And it's weird too because that's the thing. Like we had that conversation when as soon as I got in there, you nailed it right away because I was like, oh yeah, no, I cut my calories down. Like I was like, whatever. And I'm like, it started to work. And you were like, yeah, of course it did. Like, you know, you lost weight in the beginning because you weren't eating enough. And then you just found out I wasn't eating enough calories. Yes. And Which, by the way, I feel better now that I've done it. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's something, John, again, that's something through the process. You know, when people come to me, you know, it's 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 a process, you know. And again, and, and it props out to all my clients that are listening, you know, John, my mm-hmm. my retention rate has been phenomenal. I mean, nice. I have some clients for six years, John, that are still with me. So, yeah. which, you know, which is a lot, you know, like I said, I, I appreciate, I, you know, whoever's listening that's out there, I really appreciate my clients showing their loyalty to me. And, you know, like I said, I'm going to stay on, I'm going to stay up on things for them and I'm going to help them try to tell them all the new research that's out there and, and really give them the best that I can, that I can give them. So. We all want to know what you're doing to that 90 year old man there. You keeping in the refrigerator crisper. Like what are you doing to keep him <laughs> sustained and healthy? I think I've seen that dude. He looks good. You know what, John? He um, he started to deteriorate a little bit. The pandemic definitely hurt him. You know, he wasn't oh. doing anything for a year and a half, but he's starting to slow down a little bit. Um, I mean, John, two years ago, mm-hmm. I should have sent you that video. I've been more impressive than me. He was doing <laughs> battle ropes and Holy kettlebell shit. swings at eighty-eight years old. Wow! That's so, and, and John, in in the fitness industry, mm-hmm. they talk about chronological age and they talk about fitness age. Right. And they're concerned. I see people at that club that are 60 years old, but they work out like they're 30, 40 years old. I mean, yeah, you know, the fitness levels are so, you know, and again, that's 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 me with the balance and challenging. Um, I don't know if Nick is watching, but one of my clients, um, he, you know, he's 63 or 64. But I'll tell you, some of the workouts I put him through, John, he uh, he's able to do them and, he, and he's progressing and he's getting better and he's seeing results. So. Do you think that's sustainable for everybody if they start working out at a certain age and keep it going? Like or do you think that's not always the case? So, John, again, you know, and what we talked about, if you believe you can do it, you can do it. Fitness, a lot of times, John, is some 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 people are forced to do it. Their doctor says, listen, if you don't lose 30 pounds, you're going right. to 
So people are forced, John. So that could be a fear could be a motivating factor. You know that sometimes fear does work. Yeah. But I think to make it part of your lifestyle, you have to love it. You really have to love it, John. And and I try Mm -hmm. to make it fun for them. I try to challenge them. I try to keep them, uh, you know, on their toes. I don't like to, I don't like to do the same things. I mean, sometimes we have to, my clients know from moving patterns, I have to do certain things all the time to get them better. But uh, you know, if, like I said, if they, if they want to be there, Mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to help them. I'm going to keep nice. it sustainable for them. So, that's so there's a there's a decent percentage of it that is just mental, and it's about wanting to be there. It's about being happy that you're there. You know, listen, John. I mean, I I mean, listen. There's some clients, you know, that sometimes they come in, and you know, I can tell they had a bad night. They don't want to be there. But you know mm-hmm. what, John? As long as they're doing something, and again, that's where my psychology comes in. Right. You know, as an HFA, as a health and fitness advisor, John, like you said, there could be someone that's like, you know what? That's it. We're going balls to the wall. I don't care. You got to kind of know, like I said, when to push, when to come back. Because, John, sometimes people are there just for the psychology part of it. Right. Oh, you're getting you're getting shit on in the crowd right now. I see that. <laughs> that. I see that. That's Tony Conoscenti. That's all right. <laughs> Makes him feel better. So true. Oh, uh, look at that. Stop it, Ray. You're the man, Ray. It's so glad you're here, Ray. Ray, I love one, it of my, uh, one of my buddies that uh, I met actually when I was a lifeguard. Oh, shit. see, um, yes. that, I didn't know you fucking lifeguarded. That's lifeguard awesome. Lifeguard too, yeah. When were you a lifeguard? No, 14, here. 15 years old. The Grand Centurions, man. Shout out <laughs> to the Grand Centurions. Yes. 14, 15 dragging people out of the ocean. And then, uh, and then at 17. At a pool. At oh, at a pool. At a pool. All right. All right. I mean, it's still pretty impressive. You know, whatever. Yes. You were like, were you, just, were you just sitting on the bench like, fucking swim it, you pussy. <laughs> just get- <laughs> <laughs> that was I'm trying to get a tan, John. The baby oil's on. I want to get a tan. <laughs> oh, that's so great. Um, so then uh, take me to so you're now you're going from managing the place to would you say about six years ago is when you started training again? Yeah. So John, what happened was we were a sixteen thousand square foot facility. Right. Um, about six years ago, you know, the owners again, you know, Hazen and Charlie, he approached me. And said, listen, you know, we want to downsize. We really can't compete because now, John, now you have these LA fitnesses, planets, retros, all right. these coming in, right? So we really couldn't compete. So we said, we're going to equipment go. sucks anyway. Thank you. <laughs> we, we were going with a, um, they said, we want to go with a different business model. Mm-hmm. We're going to downsize the club. We're yeah. going to focus on private one-on-one training. We're going to pro- uh, focus on small group training. We want you to go back, get all your credentials and, uh, you know, start. But let me backtrack. I was actually teaching a class. It was called cross train. Um, so in between me training and me also doing the sales and running the gym, I did teach a class. I started that around 2001, 2002. Mm-hmm. So I was teaching a class. So I was kind of involved. But then again, that fire, John, that passion came back to want to train. Nice. And when they told me that idea, John, I said, perfect. Yeah. Uh, because now again, I started getting a little bored of the sales part of it. You know, I wanted right. to challenge myself again. You know, so. Yeah. Can I tell you something? I remember now you teaching the cross training class. And when I was cut as shit, I remember t- you were like, you oh, did oh, t- I did take it. it and you were cut. Give me the pictures of you. Come on. Show me those pictures. Oh, I got, I'll, <laughs> fi- I'll find them and drag find them. Up, and put I, them up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, but I remember doing that class. And I was like, I thought it was like hot shit too. Cause I was like, oh yeah, I could fucking do a cross training class. <laughs> you fucking bust. You kicked my fucking ass in that class where I was like, I think two of my friends were in there and they were girls and they were like, re- cause they'd been in that class with you for a while. So they like knew what to do. And I was like, dry heaving <laughs> i was like the fuck is this it's just and you were just like let's go <laughs> i remember that class dude i remember you had great music playing you had the mic thing and everything that was fucking awesome hey music uh if my buddy um pablo's watching pablo gives me the best music out there nico nico oh, nice. you're listening to nico gave me some good mixes chucky gookins i mean all these guys man all these people that i met through ks thank you for the great music and uh it's a, it's a motivator job. Music's definitely a motivator. So. Yeah. I mean, well, see, now, the thing, because I was telling you my buddy who's normally on this show with me is the producer of the show, Tom Bannister or whatever. He's a pescatarian, right? Okay. And he's doing that thing. He's trying to get back in. I was doing the vegetarian thing for about a year and a half. But I did notice working, I mean, you know, I mean, they say plants have protein in them and stuff like that, too, which I totally agree. You know, I understand it works for some people. I don't know how they do it, though, because I could not sustain the energy that I used to have on that kind of, I mean, I was thin. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, you know, I was still kind of doing the cardio stuff or whatever, but to, to keep up the same, uh, level that I was doing at the gym for, I was fucking wiped out, but I, it works for, I mean, is that more about like what works for somebody's body individually? Or do you, do you believe like, no, we need to have this amount of protein in the meat? I mean, John, again, and the difference, John, again, without getting too technical and uh, sure, you know, and confusing people, but 
um, plant protein lacks certain amino acids. Okay. okay. Where animal protein has some of the essential uh, plant stuff lacks some of the mm-hmm. essential amino acids. So again, I feel John, right. For every, everyone's lifestyle, there could be religious reasons. There could be certain reasons why they don't eat certain foods, but again, sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, it, it, it all depends on what works for them. I mean, right. That's what I, you know, I, I'll, like I said, I'll take their lifestyle in consideration. Uh, John foods they like and dislike. Yeah. You know, there could be certain foods that they just don't have a taste for. And, you know, I have to try to, you know, try to work around what they like and what they need. So, um, if you're asking my personal opinion, you know, I, I think the meat I like, you know, I am, I am a believer yeah. in meat because you do get some of the essential amino acids that your body needs. So, right. And what was it? There was something else that somebody was explaining to me too, because it was with, um, you know, there's all this stuff that I know people take. That's another thing too, is like every time I talk to somebody, they give you the food advice, but they also give you the, like the pills you should be taking advice to, which I appreciate you. Like that was not even a discussion that I think we, we had had because you were just like, now we're going to do this, like, you know, just with good eating you know, uh, healthy mentality about the whole thing. But there's, um, there's something I tried back in the day too. Cause you know, I got, I, I was in LA and LA is where, you know, everyone does that kind of shit anyway. Um, but it was, uh, but it was something that was supposed to keep you like, you were supposed to be able to pump longer. You know what was I mean? Was it creatine, John? Creatine? Yeah, it, was, it was creatine. Yeah. So what's yeah. the, what's the deal with that? Cause I, I feel like that kind of shit is like, is that something that the body doesn't produce on its own or that you need over time? Like what's the, again, see John, my whole thing, I got to get my charger, John, my phone. My oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Right. This right. is all be beautifully right. edited. But anyway, so. so John, my firm belief, right. When you call it, when you look at supplementation, mm-hmm. it's called supplements for a reason, right? It's not as good as the real food. So right. I'm okay with sometimes, again, because one of my philosophies, John, is protein. I am a believer in, in getting protein because if you look at what a muscle is made of, it's made of protein and, and, and water, basically. But So I am a believer in getting enough protein also for the bones. you know. Um, and again, if different types of protein work for different people. But the thing with supplements is like a, like a protein shake, if people are lacking um, protein and they need to get a supplement in, mm-hmm. I'm okay with things like that. But with creatine, thank you for with creatine, John, again, it's something that can you do it forever? Like, are you going to stay on creatine forever? And that's my whole point, right? If it's right. not realistic and it's not going to be something you're going to do for life, then I feel you shouldn't do it. So right. I'm, not a, I'm not a huge fan. That's of- the thing that worries me the most about that kind of shit is getting off of it. And from what I understand is, you could, like you just said, you have to be on it forever or, you, or you know uh, – because it's i don't want to do that stuff i don't want like i would much rather do everything naturally and try to be able to figure out how to build it and stuff like again like i i don't mind doing the protein shakes i don't mind doing that kind of shit but like i don't want to be popping pills for fucking ever oh somebody just said uh show him the pic of of us send me the picture he sent to you and then i'll be able to throw it up on the screen (laughs) if you want it if you want it thrown up there if not i won't do it hold on for ray I'm going to do it, Johnny. Hold all on. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm going to send it to you, buddy. Hold on. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. This is great. Oh, Rebecca heard the shout out. Yes, Rebecca. <laughs> and Marissa uh, um, AD1180 says pre-workout. Oh, Marissa takes my uh, small group class. Marissa, yes. She likes her pre-workout. Listen, Marissa, I'm okay nice. with that. It keeps you coming to my class nice and early in the morning. Keep drinking. <laughs> All right, John, that picture's coming. Hold on, Ray. Right, let's get it up there. Oh my God! I think Ray wants to see that physique too. That's what I think. I think Ray wants to get some shout outs too. Oh, so we, we gotta got to get as soon as I oh, throw John, it up there. You gotta tell me. Pink. Oh my God! You, you gotta fucking shorts. tell me the year we got going on here. In the nineties, he's that killing is, me. That is fucking great. This is a nineties photo, dude. John, John, this look at is, the color shorts. This is. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man. That is oh absolutely, absolutely hilarious. Let's get that fucking yeah. in here. Ray, here we go, Ray. <laughs> Let's get it in here. Let's do oh, this. John, this is great. This is hysterical. That is too fucking funny. Hang on. I'm going to get yeah. that right And I want a picture of you, John. Don't forget your picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found it. I found it. So I'll, I'll throw that up. Uh, yeah, you better. <laughs> you better. <laughs> That's fucking good. Oh, Ray, you're crazy. It. Oh my God. That is, I, I now, John, if your producer was here, he would be, he'd be fucking, he would be making so much. He's, I'm telling you, he's passed out in his hotel, dick in hand, just (laughs) (laughs) making my life harder. (laughs) No pun intended. Um, God. Yeah. That is fucking hilarious. Oh my God. I'm going to get that up here right away. Let's see. Save to downloads. 
There we go. Here All right, we go. Ray. All right. We're getting it up there right now. Oh, my God. That's classic. Do, 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 do. That's fun. Who is it? So now who is Ray? So Ray's the buddy I met when I was actually at the Grand Centurions as a lifeguard. He actually uh, – there was another lifeguard, Joe Ferris. I don't know if you're watching, but Joe – oh, look at that. Look at this. <laughs> How freaking hilarious. Hang on. We're going to isolate this thing. Boom. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. Oh, that is uh, that that's is funny, me. right? Yeah, that is funny. Thanks, Ray. So that's nice. So, what, were you still you, you were still training in the nineties? This is where right? I actually started, John. This is when I was probably oh shit. Ray, if, if Ray's there, Ray can shoot me a text. I think that was our Cancun. I think it was our Cancun pitcher. We went to Cancun. Wow. Together. All right, and this is back. This is when that's I was in the nineties. Ridiculously good shape when you kicked my ass. Look at there you go. Yeah. Look at that. That's what I want to see. Wow. That was back in the day. <laughs> Yes, that's a fucking yes. And look yes. at me now. <laughs> oh, come on, I'm gonna get you back. Shame. Boy, don't worry. Yeah, I, I appreciate it, man. Um, so let's so now, so how, what is your for you? What's your workout like? Are you doing like you know, because people want to know you, you're incredibly good shape or whatever? You got to split your time between working other people out of the gym and then also making sure yourself gets works out. Are you doing it like on days that you're working other people out? Are you taking time for yourself? Or do you doing it on a on your own time? Like, how does that work for you? All right. So, I mean, the thing is, John, when I'm there, you mm. know, like I said, I'm trying to devote my time and, and all my energy into the clients. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do get a little bit of workout here and there. You know, I'll, I'll throw on, you know, I'll do a couple things in the gym, but nothing that's structured. But um, on the weekends, you know, definitely mm. on the weekends, if I have some time to myself, I have, you know, some stuff upstairs um, that I'll use. And, uh, you know, sometimes in the morning before I actually go to work, you know, I'll put together a little like 20, 30 minute circuit. Right. Um, sometimes I'll put together like when I do teach my group classes, um, I may experiment with some workouts like in the gym when I'm there because mm -hmm. I teach a small group class six times a week. Oh, so wow. what I'll do, yeah, I teach three on Monday, two on Wednesday and one on Saturday. So in between, I'll like, you know, use that room to kind of experiment, try different things. So you know, it's not as structured, John, as I like it, as I like it to be. But do you again, consider that cardio? The workouts I do, John, the small group training classes are mostly strength, but we use different apparatus. Like I use with you, John, the TRX, the gravity, right, right. the rowing machine. So no, it's mostly considered strength training. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I do like what you do. I do like, you know, taking rides on my, on my bicycle outside, yes. but it hasn't been as structured as I'd like it to be. Right. Um, again, John, the mentality, again, as I, you know, get busier and busier and get more clients, you know, the focus is on them. So I'll try to do something at least three, four times a week. I mean, that's, what that's I awesome. Do, so, yep. And then what do you and do? Other for things I'm teaching you like time under tension. Yeah. Different types of thing. Right. You felt right. that. And I know you love those lunges, baby. So those fucking lunges, dude, I've never, I don't think I've ever cursed anybody out so much. That wasn't in the room with me was, I was just, I was doing those lunges. It's hilarious because I like, you would think that any normal person would be like, oh, he's not here. I'm not going to fucking do him, but I know you're in my head. So I'm just like, oh, he's going to fucking ask. So yeah, I'm just doing those. Oh, we got another poster. Race talking about Cancun. <laughs> What's it? Cancun, baby. There you go, right? Wait a minute. We, we got to make it a reappearance. We're going to take John with us this time. I got to know what the story behind this is. People, okay. So when I was in college, right, Matei, it's coming. So, John, when <laughs> I was in college, yeah. Um, as I was also doing my my training, I was, as I was getting my training, starting to kick it off the, uh, the ground, I worked for a company called People Pleasers. Okay. Oh, wow. It sounds like a nice. Uh, I was gonna say, is, uh, what did you work for? <laughs> <laughs> this is the so, X-rated part of the show. <laughs> so, John, I actually dressed up in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costumes, Mickey Mouse, Winnie the Pooh, John, with this voice. John Matei always used to make fun of me and said, "You didn't scare the kids away with that oh. voice. How can Mickey Mouse be in a voice like that?" That's I mean, John, fucking it hilarious. Was, it, John, it was funny. Like I said, it was great money. Were you ever John, just like, let me tell you about the streets, kids? <laughs> <laughs> so that's the story behind People Pleasers. So I actually worked for a company called People Pleasers, where Fantastic. I went to kids' birthday parties dressed up in costume, John. So nice. The things we do, right, Johnny? Yeah. So what? So you? So th that's basically the only two things you wanted to do. You want to be a psychologist. You were going to school for psychology, and then physical training, and that was it. Because you had a you had a little baseball love going on there for a while too. Did you have dreams of being like a professional player? You know what, John? I don't know about professional, but I still currently coach two teams. I do have uh, two travel baseball Shut teams. The when do you? When do you? Oh, come time? on! Remember that job? Remember the thing you did for us? Yes, that's right. Remember oh, that, buddy? Oh, dude, I got fucking hammered. That Remember was that night. <laughs> dude the best was okay wait that was literally i think i think the drunkest i've ever been on stage because you guys kept buying me drinks when i was doing the auction and then at one point i think i just started giving the prize away to shit away like speed this up 
<laughs> I was like, all right, I like your face. You get this Mickey Mantle sign thing. And people were like, no. And I was like, no, fuck you. That was hilarious. I forgot about that. So I do still coach. And the thing is, John, I had a chance to play high school ball. Um, I did have a chance. I did have a chance. Um, There were some scouts that were looking at me, but I didn't have the passion and love I I thought I did for it because my coach tried to make me become an outfielder. I wasn't an outfielder. Mm. Another story. But no, never dreams of MLB. I mean, I I think kids do have dreams of being MLB players, but I knew, I knew I just, I love playing. I told you, I told you, I thought I was a baseball player. So right, right, I just right. love playing the game, but never probably MLB. But uh, no, it is what it is. But. Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Um, and so, I can't, so wait a minute. So you're coaching stuff. You're working people out. You got the the classes that you're doing six days a week. You got a family, you got a wife, you got kids, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and when are you going to fucking stop showing off? Because the rest yes. of it, I'm not doing a half of that shit. <laughs> I'm tired right now. <laughs> like I'm, hearing, hearing the list of shit that you do is, uh, is exhausting. But yeah. Do you get, you when do you get time? Johnny when do you get downtime? Do you okay. like downtime or does that drive you crazy? John, great question. So, Yes, I know I mentally need it, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, sometimes when I'm just sitting, I'm like, you know what? I really need to do something. Wow. I need to. I should be researching. You know, I should be yeah. uh, texting John, going, John, what are you doing? <laughs> right? Something. No, but the downtime is definitely good. And the one thing that when I started working, John, for the company, right. uh, we were doing six days a week, mm-hmm. eight to eight. Now, John, in the beginning, I was commuting for medicine. Wow. From Tom's River, working. Wow, you eight, didn't. You didn't move less. right away. Yeah, I did not, John. I know until I met my oh. uh, my wife, I actually uh, did not. I was here. I was commuting for the first six years, John. Where'd you meet your wife? Did you meet your wife in Tom's River? At KS. No, no. Get the come on. We I, I, we KS. almost we almost made it through the whole thing without that love story. KS, Johnny. KS. Oh, we can talk about that if we have time at the end. Yeah. Um, KS. But <laughs> I was like, commuting. We'll talk about my wife hey, later. Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is well, my time. John. You're on the spotlight. You're the spotlight. Now. <laughs> um. So I was commuting for six years. Right. And working eight to eight, uh, it was just instilled. I always, you know, had a decent work ethic. I always like, I, I enjoy, like I said, I, I always say I don't want to retire. I want to hopefully do this. You know, I want to be yeah. better than Jack Belaine. I want to be better. Wow. Nice. Um, you know what, John? Because again, I, I just want to, I want to make that difference. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the funny thing is, John, too, even to this day, I still think some people look at, you know, the fitness industry or the fitness careers as, you know, get a real job. You know, oh, yeah. the, you know what, John, and then it has that stereotype. You know, as a and, comedian, I can relate. Thank you. No, exactly, but <laughs> yeah. you're a damn good one, though. So, thank you, I appreciate um, that. And the thing is, John, that to me, that's not everything. You know, right. that, like, that stuff to me, John. Like I said, if I can be that someone for somebody yeah. and help them, John, John, when people come to me, I literally still get chills when someone says, John, you know what? Three months ago, I couldn't even touch my toes, or John, three months ago. I couldn't wear these pair of pants. Like the John, those little things to me, mm-hmm. that's what keeps me going. Nice. That's what keeps me going. And now we're going to get into the serious shit. So talk to me about your love of, because you love Rocky. You got the photo behind the desk. Uh, and I, I'm assuming he's also Stallone is a bit of an inspiration in your life and stuff like that. So just talk to me a little bit about that. So John, when I first watched that movie, right? Mm-hmm. I was, I mean, come on. How do you not want to work out after watching Rocky? That's yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially you with don't the- want to try those one-handed push-ups. <laughs> Go take a log, put it over your neck. Um, right? How do you not want to do that? Okay. Right. So after watching that, John, he mm-hmm. was a big inspiration. Just the whole story, John, of an underdog. Look at how he meets his wife, Paulie's yeah. sister, an average woman, right, John? Mm-hmm. Not this beautiful blonde bombshell. Right. Um, just someone, an average Joe Schmo. They they kind of connection works in a pet store. You know, he's trying to make it as a fighter. That whole thing, John, just clicked in my head. Right. And as he matured, John, and as as Rocky went on, you see how he transformed his body in Rocky One compared to Rocky Three, John. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna say what he did because I'm sure he did some things that you know I don't have access to. But anyway, <laughs> the thing, John, to me was the whole story of how he was able to, again, overcome the odds, mm-hmm. right? And here's a guy who gets a shot, you know, and was able to uh, to make something out of it. So, yeah, I can pretty much say almost any line of any Rocky movie. Um, that's one of my things. If, if uh, Matei is watching, if my or college roommate's watching, they know it's, um, you know, Matei's it's still watching. Jeff, he Cardi, just... Jeff, if you're watching, um, I can call you out of work for you. That's a funny story, John. I'll Wait, is it Chief? Okay, yeah, yeah. John, I actually called out of work one day, and I told him my car broke down. It never did. Oh. <laughs> so people, Wait. please are sorry. 
Somebody said, which Rocky was your favorite? Oh, Ray, he knows it has to be. It has to be Rocky three. Rocky three. Why, why Rocky Lang. three? Yeah, oh, John, yeah, with Clubber a- Lang. And let me tell you, I still to this day, John, mm-hmm. get cheered up when Mickey dies. Oh, dude, that's fucking brutal. That, that I, I scene feel you, when Mickey dies, I I still when I watch it, I'm like, it's just the way. I know the champ. Remember the movie The Champ, John? Yeah, of course. Uh, that when when the champ dies, I mean Ricky yep. Schroeder, that whole but the Rocky thing. I don't know what it is, um, but Rocky oh, three. Yeah, it's the only. It's his like. It's like his father figure. You know what I mean? That's like the guy that's been there for him the whole time. Yeah, I can't not hit you. you know? uh, somebody said Rocky Four is the Rocky Three is their favorite. Rocky Four is the best training. Right, it is that training montage when he is in Russia and he's mimicking yes. everything that right, John. When he's outside and using the the hills and the snow and he's inside and you know that ab exercise, John. Remember when his feet are like in the air and he's hanging. On the- I know we're gonna do those on Friday. Get ready. <laughs> I was gonna. I was. I literally. I was like in my head, like, oh, don't fucking make me do that shit. <laughs> I'll try it. I'll, I'll try I it. Know you it's fine by me. Uh, yeah, yeah. inspiration. So it is. So I got a. T- I got. A, I got a tough question for Let's you. Go. Come on. Better. Better. Uh, at with fitness, is it Schwarzenegger or Stallone? Do you think? If you had Again, to pick, John, my personal putting Rocky aside. Okay, Sylvester Stallone or, right. or, or Schwarzenegger. All right. Schwarzenegger by far when it comes to bodybuilding and knowledge and knowing okay. the body, John. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as physique and what I like, I mean, Sylvester Stallone to me. Oh, yeah. yeah that's just, you know, right, I, right, I, right. he's lean. You know, it looks yep. trying to see him today at 76 years old. The guy is still phenomenal. Dude, I don't know how. I mean, that's, I, again, he must have, he's, either he's got access stuff or whatever, but like that's right. like, I don't know what that is. Is muscle, do you think muscle memory is a thing or is that bullshit? John, as we age, your body produces less testosterone, less, less, less testosterone John. So it's harder to keep the, the muscle mass. But um, right. it does. I mean, again, movement, John. Movement. As long as you're moving, right. the muscle going to remember. I mean, right. Can it remember like it did 20 years ago? I mean, that's the yeah. question. Yeah. Both did. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Um, did you see there's this video online the other day, a Dick Van Dyke. Okay. And he's, he's 95, I think, okay. 94, 95 years old. And he's cycling on a on a you know on a whatever and he's doing whatever and he's doing and then he's on his back and he's doing these ab things with his legs swinging his legs back and forth and he's like it's all and he's talking as he's doing it. he's like it's all about the core and i'm like what the fuck is this guy still doing this shit but it's just it's amazing man it makes you it keeps you you know and when i was in my 20s man i didn't understand anybody and i'm not trying to put anybody down or anything like that but i was like you know i was like there's no because when I started working out, I was not like I was always a skinny kid or whatever, but I didn't understand that working out made you feel good. I didn't understand the importance of it. Just, you know, and I'm but I just started doing it for myself because I ran track in high school and I liked running, but I wasn't doing the muscle. You know, I wasn't like working out in a gym. I was just running, man, fucking hauling ass, doing sprinting and long distance shit all the time. Which my legs are my leg is probably fucked up and stiff. Um, also never stretched by the way, because I thought I was you said you were hot shit in the 90s. I didn't think I had to stretch when I was running. I was like, boom, out the fucking door. Never fucking stretched like an idiot. Um, but uh yeah, but then I started working out and stuff like that. And I was like, in my entire 20s, I was just like, I don't understand the excuse of not moving and not getting as fit as you possibly can when you can, because that's you know, I, I've I just felt like that was the best. I felt the best then. And you I think you said you, I could still, feel, you were like, we're going to get you feeling even better than you did then. And I was like, holy fuck, that would be amazing. Because And John, that John, that is a great point because you're right. There is more to fitness than like we talked about, right? Just going into yes. the gym and pumping weights. It's, it's that feeling of confidence. You know, my younger kids, John, the 12, 13 year olds that I train, mm-hmm. it's a matter of confidence. You can see when they come right. in, they're feeling better about themselves, better about their body, yep. more comfortable with their body, you know, and it, it's a good, it's a good feeling when, you know, you know, when you, those endorphins that get released when you work out, man, you just feel so much better, you know, handle life better, John, stress, um, life situations that come out. Yes. You know, it's just, it's just, yeah. It is. It's, experience. it's calming and all that other stuff too. So wait a minute, hang on a second. Let's do the, uh, we gotta, we gotta get this story out there because now somebody says something about the Jeep. What was the Jeep story? Remember I told you that John, remember I called out of work. Oh yeah. You said you called, called out of work. Jeep, That's yeah. right. I thought there was yeah. more to it than yeah. you just called out of work, but yeah. Jeep was, <laughs> That's it. The Jeep's that was not it. running. <laughs> That was it, oh, okay. I thought it was like your Jeep actually broke down. No, I, I, uh. I told I told the fib there. Um, <laughs> told the fib. Um, but the thing is, John, like you see, yeah, there, there's so many other benefits. And you know what, John? I think in the 20s and 30s, that's our mentality, though. You oh, know, I know. You're invincible. You're invincible yep. at that. Oh, age. dude. Oh, I, I never, 
I like, I just remembered barely sleeping. I remember going to the gym and all. I used to go to the gym when I, cause I had a uh, part-time job. I used to work at the library, but I used to do stand up all the time on the weekends or on the days of the week. I used to go to the library and I used to take my lunch period, go to the gym, work out, come back, go back home, bike for fucking 15 miles, come back, go back out. Like it, there was just, I never wanted to stop moving. Right. And then, um, and now I'm sitting in a chair. Right. So there, <laughs> so, we got you moving. Come on, yeah, give yeah, yourself no, some no, credit. Come no, on. you're right. No, you're right. We're moving and stuff. Uh, so let's. So tell me about how you because you met your wife at the gym. Was she uh, working out? Was she just like she what, came in as a guest? Came in, came as, a in guest as a guest. Yes, sir. Took her blood pressure, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> oh, look at that! Beautiful, look at that, right? amazing. Do you get? Do you work? Too. Do you get to work out with your kids and stuff? You know what, John? They are into it. Yes, they started nice. actually coming to get you now. And the one thing, I have a 17-year-old, John, and I have a 13-year-old. And the thing is, you know what? I'm trying to teach them the right way right. of how to exercise. Because again, John, when you're that young, you go into high school, you're in the high school gym, it's all about pushing weight. But hopefully I instilled in them that it's about form technique. And you know, again, yes. it's, it's a hard age to really drill that point across. But yeah, they're into it. My yeah. wife, hey, my wife has more discipline than me, John. 4.30 every morning. No, John, you're just getting... I was just gonna say yes. I know. I was. He's getting home, and she's working out at four thirty. She has some tapes at home that she does. She is dedicated. I mean, she, you know what? I and listen, John. It's a, it's 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 a big plus when she feels the same way I do. She's into healthy yeah. eating. You know, we cook healthy. We we meal prep. John, John, this is how again. And I tell my clients, you know, I don't want them to be, you know, the mind frame I'm in. But John, every Sunday, mm -hmm. we meal prep. And Ooh. we know what we're eating the whole week, John. I can tell you what I'm eating, what day and what time. So. I can't tell you how much that does help. Like if I'm like, you know, I, I love the foods that I have or whatever, but if I have somebody go to me or when I used to do it for myself too, cause I would do, uh, you know, Monday through Saturday, I knew what I was going to eat every day. Didn't matter. Cause you know, I had the schedule set up and then Sunday was the fucking cheat day. Right. Cause that's what they tell you. So. And the new I, research, John says you can't do that. That's the new research, by the way. Yeah, that's yeah, right. cheat days. You know what they're saying now, John? Mm. Incorporate it into your life every day, not in moderation. If you want the piece of pizza, have it. You want ice right. cream, but you know, that's the that's the new that's the new research. Which makes sense because the sun the cheat day on the Sunday would be like from the minute I woke up, it would be like I'm gonna eat this bag of MMs, then I'm gonna have a piece, then I'm gonna have pizza, then I'm gonna have it was like a literal fucking cheat day where it's like oh the whole day. And I'm like, God damn, none of this is working. I don't know why. <laughs> like, yeah, because the, there's one day a week where you're just eating all your calories back. Um, exactly. This is good. Hey, this I just sent you, John. John, oh, sure. I think you love this one too, buddy. Remember, John, you know I'm big on quotes, right? Yes, absolutely. I love reading quotes. I just sent you this one. I think you love this one too. Let me know if you like this one. Yeah. Put it up there. I will put it. I'm going to put it up there right now. Um, which, uh, good segue though, because I want to know what is your, your, um, like your cheat? What do you eat that like is your guilty pleasure? You only let yourself have like, you know, whatever. What's it? What is it? What's your week? But John, I, I, I'm excited. I'm going to practice what I preach. I pretty much in moderation, John, like, you know, tonight, my son's birthday was, was Monday. Oh, if I want to have nice. a cupcake. Thank you, sir. If I want to have a cupcake and there's one left, I usually do. John, I try to balance. I try to. Yes, balance. that's um, good. You know, and, and John, it's very hard for me with my work schedule because yeah. I'm with clients. Uh, John, I'm Italian. Right. I like yeah. to eat. Yep, I know, you know, man. I hear so, you. So, John, it's hard when I'm at work because if I'm on the hour every hour, it's hard to really eat. So, I kind of pick and snack. So, that's my downtime at nighttime to really enjoy and eat. So, put that nice. quote up if we have it. I am. I'm putting it up right now. There it is. There's the quote. Uh, wait, hold up, hold up. Look at that. Yes. Oh, wait, that's wait, wait. Motivation right that's there. Not, I know. That's not. <laughs> I'm trying to switch from the two. John, how, John, you love this one, right? Success yes. is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. And look where Absolutely. it says small efforts, John. Right. You don't yeah. have to, John, anything, when people say the word diet, the first three letters in the word diet are what? Die. There's yeah. no such thing as a diet. It's about food choices. What kind of food choices are you going to make that day? Right. And you can do something, John, and you do something small, but you do it continuously, John. Mm -hmm. That's when you start seeing yes. And that's the thing, too. That's another thing you told me and you reminded me of, too, is that this stuff takes time. It's not going to happen in a week. You know, it's not going to happen immediately. It's about what you put into it and and how how much you're willing to put into it and how long. And that's that's the end game, too. The end game is just to feel better, feel healthy. Um, when when you do fall off the wagon, right, when somebody does fall off the wagon or like, do you recommend like, let's say I have a bowl of ice cream and I normally don't. Do you recommend going harder that day than you normally do? Okay. No, or ready, no. John? We talked about quotes, right? 
Right. So here it comes. Hold All right, on. here comes another one. Let's get here it. Here it comes, John. So someone tells me that stuff, right? Again, yeah. John, I'm very big on quotes. Let me find it for you. Yeah, um, yeah. No, John, again, I, I will figure out, you know, John, I will look at why they did it. There's a psychologist in me, John. Why? Yeah, yeah. What, John, what caused it? Did you not get enough sleep? Right. Is that why you were craving? Did you right. not eat enough the day before, John? Like, mm -hmm. see, I look at the deeper meaning why they did it. That so, no. Um, check this one out here. See if you like this one. All right. Let's do it. Check that one, buddy. And I'm going to give you one more as well, too. And this is, John, this is what I do. If my clients are listening right now, this is what I will do. I will just send them a quote and say, you know what? And this one I like too, John. Yeah. Put those up and then yeah, we'll, let's uh, get the, we'll get those up there. Yes, sir. Again, if your producer was there, John. We wouldn't have these issues. I know, I know. And then we would just be <laughs> – he literally – he just sent me a photo of him on set like we're still fucking on set. Is like, that what he said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he really wanted to talk to you, dude. He's like he's bummed he missed the That's right. We can talk too. after. We'll, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, get him, we'll get him fucking going. Yeah. Let's see. Save so this is what will happen, John. So if a client comes to me, and again, and I'll ask him, John. You know, I'll say, what happened? Were you stressed at work? Did you have a bad – night did you have a, a fight with your spouse did you have a stressful day at work because john there's always those triggers there's always right. those triggers that have why why people do certain things there's reasons so i like to kind of you know indulge and, and find that a little more and, and dig deep and find out what's going on with them so that's a good point yeah bring it that's out right there one great one one bad meal doesn't have to turn into a bad day one bad day doesn't have to turn into a bad week you're never more than one choice away from being back on track love that that's a yeah great john one. do the next one too buddy right i mean and it's john simple right though john yeah Read that one. Go ahead. Yep. Getting off track of a fitness plan is basically a fact of life for most people. You go on vacations, have uh, busier periods at work and other life stuff. How to get back into it. If you're confused, start with small wins, a quick workout, a good meal, anything just. John, quick. here's that word again, John. Small wins, right? Yep. What were you saying about the success? Small effort. See, John, it all kind of ties. And yeah. John, I, you know what? Sometimes, you know, I'm not going to lecture. And I tell people, John, my clients, listen, I'm never going to judge. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're here for. I'm right. here to educate. And to advise, right? HFA, right. advise. But sometimes a quote like that says it all, John, right? It says yeah. it all. Yep, absolutely, man. Dude, it's been an hour. I got to ask you our final. This is our, we ask every guest we've ever had. We've asked Ed Asner, Ed Bigley Jr., Art Alexicus, everybody. I'm going to ask you, um, if you can give, if you can go back in time, give yourself, your younger self, one piece of advice that would help you now, what would it be? One piece of advice that would help me. Yep. Something that you know now that your younger self didn't. TTP. Trust the process. Oh, nice. Good way to tie it in. Beautiful. That's hey, great, John, man. pleasure. Listen, like I yeah, said, man. John, I appreciate the opportunity of uh, being on your show. It's Absolutely. great. Um, I appreciate the opportunity of having you, uh, you know, as my client. I look forward to a lot of great things. And like I said, John, it's uh, it was a pleasure. And if you need me again in the, in the future, I'll be more than happy to come on. But thank you again, everyone that listened, any clients of mine, anyone again that's been with me, I appreciate it. Um, make sure you check out John's um, a podcast. John, give them the invite, give them the uh, website so they know we can follow you. He's yep. John's great. Like I said, I've known John. John has done some work for me. He's done a um, charity event for my baseball, travel baseball. Um, he's a great guy. And like I said, I'm just glad that I had a chance to be on the show and follow him, man. It's good stuff. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah, my website is uh, johnpoveromo.net for anybody watching. And uh, you can contact me on there at, at my email address is just my name at gmail.com and Instagram. It's all my name. It's just John Poveromo. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in, for commenting. Let's see if we have any more. Any more, John. And one more thing, too. Oh, I'm also go. on Facebook. I'm on Fa uh, oh. Eminence Front. Yes, the little who. I don't know that one. I don't know that oh, one. Sunshine. Oh, oh, and I'm yeah. people forget. And I'm going to give you a rocky line, John, before we go, too. All right, but yeah. I'm on uh, – in, in Facebook, I have a group. It's called the Awesome TTP, Trust the Process. Yep. That's right. I love it. Got another one. Got another one. Want my cheese? <laughs> oh, Matei's <laughs> crazy. Wait till I call him later. Um, I'm on Facebook. I have a group called the Fitness Fanatics. Nice. Right? It talks about some of my spotlight clients. John's going to be a spotlight client soon. Um, but I just give some fitness advice. So go to the Fitness Fanatics. I'm also on Instagram, ksfitnesscenter.com. You want to check out the website if you do want to check it out. Mm -hmm. um, and the Rocky line I'm going to leave you with is if I should do one from Rocky three, you, John, tell me what was your favorite Rocky? Oh, uh, I got to I got to go with Rocky three too. All right. Do you have any certain scenes that you like? I'm going to give you, give me, hit me with you, hit me with yours. Let's just about right. you. So we'll do yours right. after Mickey dies. Yeah. Remember Apollo wants to actually help Rocky, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So 
Rocky's all down in the dumps. Apollo walks into that gym. Mm-hmm. You remember, Rocky's all aggravated. He yep. hits the bag real hard, and all of a sudden you hear, that's not the way to hit it. Why don't yeah. you hit it straight on? Apollo? Right. Yeah. What are you doing here? Business. So, nice. Love it. Beautiful. Rocky, yeah, that's great. Again, John, thank you. Yep, Everyone thanks. that watched and came out to support, again, thank you very much. Um, any questions? Like I said, you got my my Facebook, uh, Fitness Fanatic, Instagram. Yep. Um, Crow, all about sunshine and rain. That is true. And not, yeah, man. not about how hard you get hit. It's how hard. Wait, nope. It is not about how hard you get hit. Let's see. He's going to give it to me. Hold on. Right. Yeah, he'll give it to you. He'll give it to me. I'm drawing cool. a blank on that one. That's not um, a Rocky. Yeah, it is a Rocky lab. That's the newer yeah. one. I like the older ones better. So, uh, I know. I know. I do too. Right, Johnny? I saw that it, yeah, I, mean, Creed I know. Was good. Creed was good, but. Creed was good. I enjoyed it. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, I mean, right. everybody's got nostalgia for the original. Exactly. Either way. I agree. Um, so. And I, you know, it's crazy. I, uh, I loved his story about how he got the movie made in the first place too. I love that the story of making that movie was also an underdog story and that he sold his dog, got his dog. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, his, yeah. Fucking. And John, you know that lisp he has on his oh, yeah. lip? Uh, that little like, okay. Do you know what that's from actually? No. When he was born, they used forceps. The doctor used forceps to try to pull him out. And they got his lip. Oh, yes. That's why he has that. Yep. Oh, so Rocky. Fuck. Hey, Sylvester, if you're watching, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Holy shit. Oh, that's oh, crazy. Yes. Yeah. No we're going to put all your stuff. When, so this is uh, every episode that gets posted, gets posted the following week on the YouTube channel. Guys, you can follow it on um, YouTube.com slash dystopia tonight with John Poveromo. Um, also goes on to Apple Podcasts. I will put all of your social and the fitness fanatic stuff right in the uh, oh, in the bio. Man, yep. So all, all right. Before you leave, John, give us the picture of you, and then give us the picture of the Ray Cancun, and the picture of me at fifty-one. Let's see. <laughs> all right. All right. Wait, let's, let's see. see. <laughs> now you're making me work. All right. Let me see. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're yeah, gonna. Yeah, my producer. Yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna pull it all up right now. Let's do this shit. Oh, all right. Great. Here's Thanks gonna again, be. Johnny. Oh, great. dude. No. No problem at all, man. We're gonna put it. Pull it up. Look right forward now. to it. Um, text me your numbers later. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, I know. I know. I'm going, like I said, I'm going at midnight. All right, here we go. Here's me. Here we go, guys. Look at that. Johnny Big. Oh, there Johnny we go. Big. There we go. That's it. Love That's it. That's the good shit. Here Love we go. it. And here's you. Here's Let's you. See. Boom. Oh, right in the kitchen. But now, hey, listen, that was me, right? I'm looking yeah. at the 51. I'll tell you, I think I like myself at 51 better. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Let's do the 51. Let's All compare. right, here do we go. Let's fucking, here we right, go. Look at that. Here we go. Boom. I like it better at 51. I'm not yeah, as man. tan. I'm not as tan. You can always get tan. You're Italian. You can get tan under a light bulb. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's, let's see it. Uh, I love it. There you go, man. Johnny, you're the best. Dude, you fucking, fucking thank you so much for coming on, man. This was I knew this was gonna be fun doing it with you because uh, you know, we have a good time together uh, we do. always. So awesome. Yep. Johnny, have a great night. Enjoy. Like I said, text me those numbers and I will see you Friday. We'll do. Take care, man. Peace. Thanks, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye. Dystopia tonight.